Welcome to the Miss Eileen Speaks podcast. I'm so glad you joined me because we're going to have so much fun talking about blogging, social media, YouTube, and how you can make meaningful content for your audience. The show notes for this podcast can be found at EileenSmith.com. So let's get started. Well, my Acremate friends, today is hashtag super cute Saturday, which means it's the day that I go to the hair salon. <laughs> but when I return, we will discuss the myths, mysteries, and mystique of podcast rankings. We'll talk about Apple Podcasts as well as here on Anchor, how they're different and how they're similar. So what I want you to do is take that index finger on your right hand or left if you're left-handed and get that call-in button working. Call in with your thoughts, your ideas about getting into the top 20 here on Anchor. And with that said, I have some call-ins to keep you occupied while I'm getting ready for Super Cute Saturday. Hello, Eileen. I see that you favorited my station, and so I swooped on over here to uh, listen to uh, what you have to say. And first of all, I just want to say that your voice is like butter. Beautiful. And when I'm listening to everybody else's call-ins to you, I just keep thinking to myself, now this is a woman that has made a stamp here on Anchor, has made an impact, has got some energy that flows beautifully and lovingly towards others. And I just love that. So I look forward to listening more and I look forward to getting to know you. Eileen, how you doing? This Rex over at Maven's Top 3. Thanks for calling in. Now, something is about to happen and I do not know what's going on. I swear to you, I did not unstar your star but i'm about to click the button because it's dim and but it's on my people list that's the craziest thing it's on my people list but it's unstarred and so something's going on just made me add all of my connections again on twitter and on uh, my contacts so something goofy's happening i still see you on my dial but i bet you it's going to give you a notification i'm just calling to tell you it wasn't me it was not me Hello, Eileen. Dr. Finch here. I am so excited to find you here on Anchor. It's been a while since I've been back, but I am so glad to have stumbled upon your station. It gave me life and energy, so I will be back. So until next time. Eileen, hope you're having a fine day, and you must be up early to get in there with the text comments but I couldn't help myself it prompts me to ask what are your thoughts on outside listener and chart performance I'd love to hear what you think about that um, if you don't want to do it on anchor perhaps Twitter might be better on the DM um, I think I've connected with you already but it's at Gary skip with two P's racing um, if we haven't already connected I was talking to Simon about this last night and saying that my view is that the anchor charts are heavily influenced by link clicks to shared stations, possibly also podcasts, possibly segments, but I think it's the stations. And I think the top chart 
people are sharing links on their Facebook, on their Twitter, on their website, their YouTube, wherever they have audience, and every click of that link counts towards their chart ranking. I'd love to hear what you think, and I hope to hear from you soon. Have a great day. I played four call-ins that came into my station over on Anchor, and one of the main reasons I wanted you to hear those call-ins because I want you to hear the passion of the people, the excitement of the folks over here on Anchor. We're so excited about connecting with each other. First, we had Debbie. Debbie and I have never met, but she came over to my station. I came over to her station. She wanted to introduce herself and also just to share with me her thoughts and her feelings about my show. Then we had Rex. Rex is from Maven's Top 3. He and I have been connecting all week long, and he was so worried. He was so concerned. He did not want me to think that he was just favoriting my station for the first time. Well, there's some glitches over on the Anchor platform, so I wasn't even worried about that. Rex from Maven's Top 3 and I, we've been going back and forth. We're always engaging with one another, so I wasn't concerned about that. But I just wanted you to hear how he was worried that I was going to be uh, offended that he hadn't favorited my station prior. Then Dr. Finch, oh my gosh, we met probably on Periscope, connected also on Blab, but how cool is that that she said, hearing my voice gave her life. Oh my gosh, that is just such a blessing to have someone like Dr. Finch say that about me. And then my boy Gary from Motorspit, I introduced you to him in the last episode of the podcast. And if you're on Anchor, you have got to know about Gary from Motorspit. So this conversation was already brewing over in a discussion on another segment. So I just want to now talk about the rankings system. They say that iTunes, which has been renamed as Apple Podcasts, they say it's the 500-pound gorilla in the room, meaning that most of the consumption of podcasts is happening on the Apple platform. And the most prominent ranking system over on Apple Podcasts is called New and Noteworthy. Now, a lot of podcasters consider this as being the holy grail of podcasting success. But I'm going to play a short clip from you where you're going to hear from some of the top podcasters in the world and what they had to say about reaching the top charts and new and noteworthy. Heard me say this so many times, but I'm going to say it again. New and noteworthy is, in my mind, completely worthless and you shouldn't worry about it whatsoever. Uh, for new podcasts, is they all seem to be consumed with new and noteworthy, which is such a... I, I'm, I don't want to get profound here. You can use it. This is an explicit show. Hit me. Such a f***ing waste of their time. It's here to ask everybody to kind of post what they think the total was. The total amount of downloads for being in new and notable was 32. 
Not 3,200, not 32,000, not 320,000, but 32 as in. And iTunes deliberately put our Thanks Podcasting on the front page of New and Noteworthy. They did it. They handpicked us and stuck us in there for two weeks. And it was, I don't know, a hundred downloads out of the two weeks that we got. A huge, huge shout out and thank you to my friend Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. He's the one who pulled all those clips together. The first person you heard from was Cliff Ravenscraft, known as the Podcast Answer Man. He has a show that's now called the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Then you heard from Rob Walsh, and he was being interviewed by Nathan Latka over on a show called The Top. And Rob Walsh has a podcast called Today in iOS, and he also is the VP of Podcaster Relations at Lipson. Then next you heard from Paul Culligan. His podcast is called The Podcast Report, and he was talking about one of his clients because he does what he calls boutique podcasting services and he has clients that often show up in new and noteworthy on iTunes and so you heard him there say that the person got 34 downloads after being in new and noteworthy and then the illustrious Elsie Escobar from She Podcasts and all you ladies you should definitely join the She Podcast Facebook group if you're on Facebook, but Elsie is also the podcaster happiness expert at Lipson. And she also is the host or the co-host of the feed podcast along with Rob Walsh. So these are all people who are podcasting luminaries. They're either in the podcasting hall of fame or soon to be inducted into the podcasting hall of fame. So why do people still obsess over new and noteworthy? I don't know. Maybe it's just our instinct. It's like the competitive nature that's inside of us that just wants to be at the top of the charts. There's nothing wrong with it. It's in our DNA. But I want to bring your attention to something that Elsie said there that iTunes or the folks over at Apple handpicked their show and it was a specific episode where they were asking people to call in and say why they were grateful to podcasting. They handpicked that show. So let that marinate with you for a minute. These top charts are handpicked. I know we want to think that there's an algorithm that we can get more call-ins or get more mentions or get more claps or get more. It's hand-picked. It's hand-picked. Thank you so much, Tim. That sound is so good. And congratulations on making it to the top 10. That's right, the top 10 on Anchor. I got to give you credit. You set a goal for yourself and you achieved it. Congratulations, my friend.
Wow, it's been such an incredible experience just to watch how Tim has grown his audience here on Anchor. He's done so by commenting and engaging with people by actually going out, giving them a shout out, leaving them a call and thanking them for engaging with his content. Also, he's done songs. He's created all those intros. You heard the one he did for me. He's created them for people. He's had contests on his podcast. Each day, he takes a look at the daily digest that we get from Anchor, which is a really cool tool. And it tells him who his most engaged user of the day was. And whoever that is will get one of those little jingles and intro bumpers sung by Tim. And Tim is just an all-around nice guy. People love him. They like listening to his stories. He talks about his day, what happens to him during the course of the day. He talks about his life. But he's also a big community member. He brings community together. As much as he wanted to get into the top charts. He also wanted his friends. He wanted Leslie Speaks. He wanted Gary from Motorspit to get into the top 20 as well. He has a big heart and that's what it takes to really build community here on Anchor. Tim is a shining example and that should inspire you. If you're over on the Anchor platform, you should be inspired and know that it's doable. You don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to be a big time tech guru to get into the top charts and to just grow a community and a following. And it's almost like a family here. It's really one of the great advantages of being on this platform because on Apple Podcasts, it's a completely different story. So let's get into that. It's your girl, Eileen. It's your girl, Eileen. It's your girl, Eileen. Eileen, it's your girl, Eileen. Hello, Eileen. This is Amy from Small Town Hustle. And I was actually just playing your station in my living room and I caught my son singing as he was walking out of the room it's girl Eileen it's girl Eileen and it killed me I love it and I love your show thanks so let's do a quick recap you already know that the top charts on iTunes aka Apple Podcasts are hand selected you also know that being in new and noteworthy on the Apple charts is not really all it's cracked up to be. But one thing that we don't know, podcasts that we've created on Anchor and sent over to iTunes, we don't know those rankings. We don't know which ones are being listened to or downloaded more by the subscribers. Earlier this year, Apple did make an announcement that they're planning to provide stats for all podcasters right inside their Podcast Connect dashboard. However, that's not going to apply to those of us who only have a podcast with Anchor. So see, there's a positive side to having a podcast with Anchor. It's much easier to gain rankings. It's really easier to build a community here. 
But there's a downside when you're talking about listing your podcast in iTunes where you don't have that control. But then again, it's free. So there's pros and cons. That reminds me, I almost forgot to thank Amy for calling in and saying that her son was running around the house singing, It's your girl, Eileen. It's your girl, Eileen. And I would call that pretty priceless. Thanks, Amy. I did do a video going in detail about the pros and cons of using Anchor. But for now, I would just say this, and it's about audiences. There's two ways that you can have an audience for your podcast. You can either bring your audience, like for example, the celebrities that start podcasting. Uh, let's use, for example, Tim Ferriss started a podcast or all of the comedians, Joe Rogan, they start a podcast. They already have an audience or you can build an audience and Take it for somebody who has started podcasting in 2009. I find it a lot easier to build an audience on a place like Anchor. So what do you think? I want to hear from you on this topic. Do you have any insights? Did I forget anything about podcasting stats that you are interested in. If you have questions, if you have some feedback on this topic, remember the show notes for this podcast are over at EileenSmith.com slash 10 because this is episode 10. You can always call into my speak pipe if you want to leave me a message or just call into my station here on Anchor. And with that, I will say happy podcasting. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.